April 22nd, May 13th, June 3rd, June 24th. These dates ringing any bells? Well, they might if you're an Ontario angler because these dates are all the different fishy openers we have across the province. Of course, these dates may vary depending on where you are in the province, but here in Southern Ontario, these dates are celebrated across all tying tables. With these dates fast approaching, Drift Outfitters and Fly Shop in downtown Toronto is the place to go to get ready for trout, walleye, pike, muskie, bass of the small and largemouth variety. Yes, Drift Outfitters has you totally covered for all your upcoming fishing needs. Stop by the store to chat with the experts themselves and learn how to catch the fish you're after. Or shop online at driftoutfitters.com and enjoy coast-to-coast-to-coast -to -coast -to -coast shipping on all the best products. Find them at 199 Queen Street East in Toronto or online at driftoutfitters.com. Well, welcome to another episode of SoFly. Here we are, July wow, 31st, and uh, we're recording the day before this episode comes out, because it comes out tomorrow on August 1st. So this is, as we sometimes call it, a hot off the presses show. Um, I don't have an effect for that, but I guess this oh, one will have to do. Yeah. Uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode. Uh, my name is Mitch. Of course, we've got Aldo. Uh, hey, everybody. We've got Yelma. I'm just kidding. Hi. Yeah, it's an audio podcast. So yeah, it's an gotta, audio podcast. Audio and and gotta say visuals. Hello. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to be back here uh, recording. I know the last two shows. Uh, well, it was uh, it was you two guys uh, without me because I wasn't I wasn't there. So I'm happy to be back here. Yeah, we missed you, Mitchie. We missed you out east. I'm back on the. Yeah, back on the show. Yeah, I know, Missed Out East. It sounded awesome. The podcasts were great. Um, and uh, yeah, but of course today we are. We're taking a break from our Eddie's trip, obviously, to talk about uh, something else. Uh, we've got a very special guest on the show here today. Uh, David Bratzman, of uh -oh. course, runs the account on Instagram, known as Very Good Fly Fishing, <laughs> but he is, of course, much more than his Instagram account. He was born in Colorado Springs and then shortly moved to Rochester, New York, where he grew up. Uh, in his high school years, he was a professional touring musician, which, how did you find the time for algebra? Uh, but uh, soon developed a love for all things film and photo. Uh, he moved into his position as a director of photography and video producer at Tones Studio uh, and began fly fishing in 2020, of course, creating very good fly fishing um, to share some of the adventures he's had uh, with friends and family. He loves fishing for trout in general, uh, especially as we've called on the show LRBs. Uh, lake run brown trouts especially oh, yeah. in the fall uh currently he's on a road trip uh, full-time on the road with his wife taylor and their cat fran fishing filming Meow. and falling more in love with the sport every day but today he is on the podcast so fly uh dave welcome to the show hey thanks for having me uh what yeah an honor. thanks for calling in from the woods i mean if you're watching on youtube you'll see david's uh, absolutely blasts us away in terms of uh, video background uh, because he's in <laughs> whereabouts are you calling in from there David we're we're in uh, Silverton Colorado just about an hour and a half outside Durango she's Louise I mean uh, yeah you're quite yeah, literally it's, it's pretty nice yeah it looks beautiful yeah yeah no it's gorgeous I mean if you see me swatting at mosquitoes there's a ridiculous amount of those here but uh, you know 
It hey. won't see it on the audio version, so it's fine. That's just the way it goes when you're <laughs> when you're recording in the woods. And you just uh, right, got exactly. uh, got done with a trip with the Reddington uh, Reddington team out and out that way, did you not? The, I thought the Reddington. I thought I saw the Reddington. The Reddington team, Reddington there, right? Crew. Reddington. <laughs> the Reddington baby. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was it was awesome. Bunch of uh, cool people I haven't met before. I know you guys are friends with a few of the people that were on there uh, are on the trip, but it was awesome. Filmed for a little bit and. Uh, caught a ton of fish which Sick. is a good trip all around yep yeah that's Beauty. not bad at all that's awesome because when mitch and i went we had a bit of a grind not that we didn't have fun we had a blast oh, yeah. but it was uh it was hot yeah in montana yeah, when we, like, we got the opportunity to, to go with them yeah a little bit a little bit <laughs> i know yeah we it's got hot. we got it set up pretty well it was, it was pretty cool there was a bunch of people a bunch of locals who were just kind of helping us out pointing us in the right direction but no, it, they set us up for sex, success for sure because it was just like fish after fish after fish. So it was super sweet. That's awesome. Yeah, I was following Amazing. along on the uh, on the Instagram. It looked like a splendid trip and yeah. uh, lots of good uh, lots of good peeps, lots of good uh, lots of good trout. So yeah. that's cool. Um, yeah, can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with that, baby. Well, maybe why don't we just kind of start <laughs> off as we normally do with guests, just kind of talking a little sure. bit about who you are as a person and as an angler. <laughs> how'd you okay. get started? You know, how'd you get into <laughs> yeah. how'd you get into fly fishing, and uh, you know, how'd that whole thing begin for you? Oh man, yeah. No, so fly fishing is fairly new to me. I think you might have mentioned in the in the bio there. It's only really as of like 2020 that I picked mm-hmm. up a fly rod for the first time, um, and. I mean, really, it came out of, like, I grew up going to this camp up in the woods in the Adirondacks, kind of out in uh, New York and stuff, and we, like, did outdoor activity, but then I, like, would come home every year and spend the other not three months of the summer just, like, in the city or, or, or doing things. It's, like, wasn't super outdoorsy or whatnot, but I do always remember just, like, having that feeling of loving being out the in the outdoors, mm-hmm. fishing, doing all that sort of stuff. Um and I guess kind of a, as that year where we were all locked in our houses for a little bit um, started to come to like a close, I uh, kind of jumped back into fishing. I, I bought a boat, just a, a really out of the whim. Most of my decisions are on a whim, um, buying a van, building a boat or uh, buying a boat and all that sort of stuff. It's it's all just kind of comes out of nowhere. <laughs> but kind of wanted to get in some fishing. Uh, me and my dad went and raided a local sporting goods store there, Dick's Sporting Goods. Um, got nice. some like bass casters and some like massive like rapala rigs and stuff and we're just like <laughs> went up to a, a, a lake that only has like bluegill in it so, <laughs> so, we, so we were catching next to nothing um Sick. but yeah i mean it was it was super fun I came back that year and my buddy was like hey um you should come fish for salmon with me and i was like what we have that he's like yeah like like literally right through town like right where i live um, and so he was like, but you probably should get a fly rod. Like, it'll be more fun on a fly rod. And I was like, okay, yeah, heck yeah. So I got a fly rod. Um, and he hooked me into like a 30 pound Chinook salmon and I lost wow. my mind and <laughs> literally never wanted to stop fly fishing after that point. <laughs> it was not bad, yeah. That's a nice fish. That's the first no, fish you caught on the fly it, rod? It was, yes. Yeah. First wow. fish on the fly Jesus. rod was, uh, <laughs> Yeah, he he <laughs> he did a good job guiding me into that fish, um, but it was crazy. It was like right at the peak, and it was also one of the last years too that we had like a really really healthy run um, of salmon up through um, New York and Western New York and all that sort of stuff. So it was really just like it didn't feel fair. You cast in like a I don't know like a egg sucking leech or something like that, and you just like hook on in a couple seconds and you're just fighting for your life. Especially me. I'm like a whopping five five, so I thought that the sucker was gonna pull me into the water. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> it was crazy, but it was it was sick. I mean, it's that's that's really what just got like the the fishy the fishy feeling in me, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, it's cool. You started in 2020, like that's that's pretty neat because I bet a lot of people mm-hmm. listening also started in you know 2020, a year when there was really nothing to do but explore nature and you know, I mean like get into things like fly fishing. Was it uh, right. you know you got pretty 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 good at it pretty quick and got pretty obsessed with it? I mean, how often were you fishing in 2020? Oh yeah, no. So in 2020, I mean, we were all working from home yeah. and I mean, I, I, it was pretty much every single day. It was every <laughs> single day. And then, I mean, uh, with most of my other hobbies as well, like if I like something, I'm going to lock in and I'm going to lock in for a long time. Yeah, right. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I grabbed it and I just went, I mean, I bought so much gear. It's <laughs> insane. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's the one part of it too, is I just like, I love the gear. The outdoor aspect of it is super, uh, super fun. It's super like quiet life is a, like a DP and in the production industry, as you guys know, is just like constantly just going and going and going and stuff. And so, um, you'll be on set for like a 12 hour day and then you have like an eight hour day the next day and it's completely different content, all that sort of stuff. And so, um, yeah, fishing was a, a sweet little uh, release and getting into the wild and, and kind of finding some streams and finding out that Rochester has a crazy fishery as well, like just amazing trout um, up in that area. I was I was going to say myself, like if, for those of you that might not know or even if you live in the area or if you live in southern Ontario, like by all means, I know we've mentioned it on the podcast about Rochester with Amber, but like all the tributaries coming out of Lake Ontario and uh, all the Adirondack streams, it's a wicked place to be into fly fishing there's so much trout yeah. and other stuff that um you know uh like you were mentioning like the lake runs all the lake run stuff and and you know bass yeah. and whatnot like that's a great place to learn how to fly fish mm-hmm. yeah no it's like, it, it's crazy there's 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 always like i mean there's there's a decent amount of streams that hold some some nice size fish um definitely being out west right now i'm losing my mind over like the the average fish in some of these <laughs> right uh some of these rivers and stuff but uh it's it's definitely insane there's there's so many fish uh, there's so many areas you can kind of just get out of the city um and be in uh nature for hours and hours without seeing another person which is insane because i didn't think that that existed that close to home so it's yeah rochester is pretty sweet yeah, it seems like a pretty good, like, interesting little... It's pretty close to us, too, like, here in Toronto. Like, we got to go over there a little bit more. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes yeah. It's less cool. time than driving to Tomogamy. Yeah, let's go to Rochester. To Rochester. <laughs> so, wait, you just mentioned the, the average over there, uh, David. What are we talking about? Yeah, no, so I think... So, we did a float, right, uh, kind of straight through the center of the Durango uh, yesterday. Oh, no, no, maybe a couple days ago. But anyways... Um, we're like there's like 15 to 20 inch fish in there but the like that's what you see the whole time <laughs> it's like it's pretty nuts and then like you can like every once in a while you'd have something 20 and up just like come out of the depths and chase a streamer or something like that it, it's like insane but like back home uh, i like my average fish is like seven to ten inches potentially mm-hmm. um and every <laughs> once in a while you'll hook into a fish and you're like oh my like I don't Same have here. the equipment for this. Like yeah, <laughs> if it's anything over like 10 inches, you start to panic a little bit. Um, so it is, it's just crazy. Right. Just crazy. So after high school, you were yeah. just, you, you know, you, 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 you were a traveling musician or whatever. And then how did the, when did the, like the DOPing 
and the interest in you know videography and photography start mm -hmm. yeah Good so question. when we were on the road i kind of um i kind of picked up photography and I was kind of going pretty hard with that. And I got back to Rochester. A lot of my friends were also into photography. So like whenever we went out somewhere, we all had cameras, we'd all just be shooting a ton of stills. So I was like, uh, I'm just going to try video. And so I picked up a camera, taught myself a bunch of stuff, uh, ended up teaching myself editing, got a job, um, like contracting uh, with this big nonprofit. Um, and eventually started to just kind of like learn by like, trial and error like i just like I, I just had to go for it because it was like i was getting asks and then had to learn um and so yeah i kind of taught myself all that sort of stuff and then slowly started to seep into like the actual industry in rochester where like i was actually like uh doing shoots or um i was uh cam opping or something like that um and then eventually landed at tone studios the place that i uh currently work for um as like head of studio DP video producer pretty much we have a lot of hats we're a pretty small studio um but it's a ton of fun working with the guys over there and uh, I guess we all kind of like just teach each other a bunch of stuff but we've all managed to like slip our way somehow like to the forefront of the industry in Rochester so <laughs> we're, we're all just shooting and editing and we have uh recording studio as well and those guys are absolute wizards when I send audio and whatnot that I need to them um but yeah that's it's, it's really weird i feel like i like got into video stuff like a the crazy back door of like getting into that industry um but yeah it's opened a, a ton of doors for me i mean obviously with the page and then um some of the companies that we all work with and all that sort of stuff and being able to shoot and being helpful on 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 those types of trips and stuff has has been pretty sweet yeah no doubt man no doubt and now you're nice. living the van life so how does that all work living the van life yeah <laughs> um it's uh, it was a crazy um little leap that we took um i think when i had started the account uh taylor my wife and i were just trying on the weekends like weekend warrior through and through like trying to get as far as we can and then we have to come back right. um and so it'd be like mm -hmm. do that do all that get as far as we can like throw ourselves into the woods go searching for trout as far as we could in new york sometimes we could just cross the border into like pennsylvania or something um and we were kind of sitting one day and we were like, man, what, what if we just like got a van and, uh, went as far as we could and like, just like, just traveled the country and like fish and, and posted on the account and, and did all that sort of stuff mm -hmm. and filmed as we went. Uh, and she was like, yeah, why don't we do that? And I was like a little bit expecting her to be like, nah, that's insane. But she was like, <laughs> yeah, that could be fun. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and so, uh, it kind of started the chain of events where basically, I mean, I uh, obviously am remote right now for the company that I work for, yeah. um, editing and, and doing all that sort of stuff, but also just fishing and, and, and we bought a van and in eight months set ourselves a timeline where I had to convert it from a completely empty vehicle yeah. to a fully livable space that we'd both be comfortable in. Yeah. Um, it was crazy. It was a, a time crunch for sure. By the time we had our first uh, like kind of go about with, with the van and whatnot, which actually was with Aldo and a, and a few of the, the boys in Toronto. <laughs> yeah. Um, we were like just finishing painting or like just putting like the last screws and stuff. <laughs> like it was the tightest crunch of time ever. Yeah. Um, but we couldn't be happier. I mean, we're, it works. Yeah. <laughs> That's the craziest part. I picked up a drill for the first time in October of last year. Yeah. Um, 
and nothing's broken and it works that's sick. We have electricity and water did you guys design <laughs> I'm, I'm obviously like did you design it all yourself oh, like ahead. it's like the van is yeah. wicked like the layout's amazing yeah, yeah. Sick. it looks sick <laughs> like it's beautifully thank you done like itself it's not just functional it, like it looks really nice um yeah no we t- taylor and i like uh she and i kind of went over like the floor plan and how we wanted it set up what would best work for us yeah. i obviously knew i had to carry a ton of video equipment um we had to carry a ton of fishing equipment like there's just i I pick all of the uh the hobbies or the passions that have literally endless amounts of gear um and so we had to figure out how to get all that sort of stuff in there get shower and and a toilet and water and all that sort of stuff um oh and uh yeah it was it was tough trying to figure it out but we both are kind of fairly inclined when it comes to like decorating a space or getting things kind of homey. And, um, she kind of just told me what she wanted and I did my best to make it happen. And I think we got pretty dang close, uh, closer than I thought that we would get. (laughs) You know, if people want to see the van, they can go check out the very good van build on very good fly fishing. Um, because it looks very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it stays true to the name, which is which is great. I thankfully I didn't like shoot for like excellent van build or like the perfect <laughs> van build. So not a no, not a super high standard to hold to. But yeah, no. There's there's stuff on Insta and TikTok and all that sort of stuff. We are doing a full walkthrough of it um, very soon. We've like we're just starting to slow down from like the absolute sprint across the country to come up to Alberta and then yeah. come down and whatnot. Um, but yeah, we, we kind of like got into that like crazy rush at the end and, and filmed everything, but didn't post as much. So we just have a ton of backlog stuff where uh, we're going to do a little countdown thing and get the full van reveal and get it in some beautiful scenery as we've been filming it, getting drone shots in the mountains and, uh, in Banff and all that sort of stuff. And so, Sick. yeah, hopefully we can make it like worth everybody's eight months of waiting <laughs> for me to finish the thing. Yeah. So what's the plan? Like, are you guys, do you have a YouTube channel, David, like that you're going to start like doing regular going ongoing blog type of van life stuff? Or is it sort of just, you know, keeping it separate? Yeah, no. So I, I do have a YouTube channel. It's it's the same everywhere because yep. thank goodness very good fly fishing wasn't taken. Great name. It's a great <laughs> name. really lucky. Any, any, yeah, I know. In any capacity. So that worked out. Um, so it is the same thing across all platforms. Um, I've started a, a, like a daily vlog type of thing. You guys also have one. It's actually kind of where I got the inspiration from. Um, and that's just like super dumbed down, easier stuff. So I'm not logging around, looking around like a 10 pound cinema camera, um, into the woods every time I go fishing. Um, but yeah, just stuff to keep, uh, people updated. And then every once in a while, uh, I've, we've done maybe two, uh, like probably what could be full length films. Yeah. Um, one, uh, I filmed actually with Amber, who's been on the show before, um, did a couple of interviews with her and, and some of the locals in Alberta about native, uh, species, um, in Alberta and kind of just what's affecting them and what's, what's going on with all that. Cause I know that there's some, there's two sides of the coin on, on bull trout and cutthroat and things that come from up there. So I wanted to do a little story if I was going to be in that area and, and knew a bunch of people who had a ton of insight on it. So yeah, yeah. Little 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 stories and whatnot will be up there every once in a while, fully fleshed out stuff, and awesome. the rest of the time it's just me running around with a phone. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, no, that's the way to do it, David. Yeah. David, David, uh, you know all these equipment, all these loves that you have now. Um, what about your guitar? Do you have room for the guitar in there? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We I'm actually, assuming you do. 
Yeah, no. So when when Aldo saw it last, it was shoved into the bathroom because I had yet <laughs> to find a storage solution for it. Um, but now we have it mounted up on the wall in the back of the van, super nice. easy accessible. Um, it's like just kind of sitting up there. I can just grab it if I need to. Um, and it's super nice to have. I know I have all these like decompressing yes. things that I do, which is like 90% of the time living in the wild, editing mindlessly, and then music when all else fails. <laughs> yes. Good. Good. Love it, man. Um, oh, yeah, Mo. Now, well, because I mean, David's just, you just um, been in this, the fly fishing world a few years now, and you're like a pro. Like what's what's next for you, man? I know I know that's sort of like the end question, but I just want to know, like, what about salt? What's happening? What's what's what are you oh, dreaming of man. next? I I gotta get to the salt. Aldo's been talking it up ever <laughs> since I met him. Um, he's always talking about bonefish, um, yeah. and I mean, even seeing your guys' videos, it's like other creators and stuff that I've seen. Um, on YouTube and Instagram and all that sort of stuff are the the people that I like draw the most inspiration from, especially when I get to like meet them and hang out with them. It's been like with you, with you guys. Um, and it just makes me like so pumped every time I see you guys get stoked about saltwater stuff. And <laughs> I have like this like feeling that I think I know what it would feel like to be that, to be in your shoes, but like, I just can't wait to experience it myself. <laughs> I, I cannot yeah. wait to do salt stuff. The pho- the photography and videography will will, will change as it's, well. You're it's so have to, it's so cool. Yeah, it's yeah. inspiring. On oh, that man. note, do you find it inspiring or daunting to be in the woods with a camera all the time? Because sometimes I feel yeah. like, you know, now that we're shooting so much, we're lucky to shoot as much as we do. But sometimes, yeah. like right now, we're sitting on a mountain of stuff to edit. Sometimes I'm just like, <laughs> oh man, oh, no, shit, <laughs> what did we do? Like we have so many ideas yeah. and we're so excited that we like, capture all this stuff. I, I, I sometimes find it daunting. So I'm just curious because you do such a good job at turning around content. And I know there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that we don't see and, you know, maybe stresses yeah. we don't oh, aren't you. privy to. But I'm just trying to <laughs> figure out like, yeah, do you find it daunting or, or inspiring or maybe somewhere in between? Yeah, I think there is something inspiring about sitting on footage for a little bit. Like, I think like the more that it festers and the more that I get stoked about an idea, like the, I think sometimes the faster I come in after that, like waiting period, and then it just gets crushed. Like that video is done in like 10 hours sounds like a long time, but in the video world, it's like so little amount of time. But like, if I just like sat down and had like a day uh, and was able to crush out something because I was just so inspired by not only the shoot, but, um, yeah, just like the the people and and the story and all that sort of stuff, as it kind of like just comes to fruition in my brain. Um, so, yeah, I th- I think there's a daunting portion of it. I think first and foremost, carrying uh, the equipment that I have onto a float boat uh, is horrifying uh, in the in the practical <laughs> yeah. side of thing. Like, <laughs> like it's not just like a GoPro. Like this sucker will sink straight to the bottom yeah. if I let it. Um, so there's a daunting aspect of that. I think getting content out is always like a daunting feeling. It kind of, if you, if you let it, it can kind of get control of your brain and, mm-hmm. and you feel like it's a super stressful thing to just like push stuff out. But I think coming back to reminding myself that this is absolutely what I love. Like I love sharing my experiences, uh, my stories, the stories of other people um, through the page and through anything that I possibly can, whatever medium it is. Um, I think that is what like kind of helps wipe away the the daunting idea. 
Yeah, it's cool. Fun. It can be, um, I mean, just speaking of like content creation and all that kind of stuff, it's fun, but I know what you mean. Like sometimes it, there's so many like facets to it, you know, like in terms of like being, staying inspired or putting out something that you're like thinking too much about and not putting anything out forever. Cause you're like sweating it too much, you know, but no, I mean, yeah. I, I think, uh, it's fun, you know, it's a fun, uh, it's a fun thing anyways, especially if it's just sort of like something you're kind of building on the side and have another job, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think too. Like, when it when it did get like super overwhelming, I think like when we were in the midst of the van build, and like every single night I was working till like two a.m. like hammering and nailing stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, for people who know about van builds, I didn't hammer anything. If that like worries you, I I'd, I'd used a lot of nails. <laughs> Is, um, oh, but <laughs> but um, yeah, I th- I think that was like one of the only points in kind of with the page where I was like, oh, like I'm not getting stuff out. I feel bad. I feel like I'm like letting followers down or, or like something like it, just to be guilty of. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think coming back into it, people were even more excited to be like, okay, like here we are, we're ready to go. And then just stuff is going to come from this. There's just going to constantly be inspiration. There's always fun stuff to just be documenting on the road where yeah. uh, I think people are enjoying like following along with all that sort of stuff, which is, which is fun. Well, speaking of following along, why don't we talk about a couple recent fishing trips? Because you were just in Alberta. Um, was there one before Alberta, or did you guys kind of beeline it out there? Well, there was, there was one uh... really special trip with a couple of people from <laughs> right, Toronto. Right, of course. <laughs> of course. Oh, yeah. Saw, yep. yeah. I mean, that, that so far being the highlight um, uh, was with Aldo and the crew. Catching nothing. A couple nothing. of chefs out on the water. No, yeah, yeah no. I mean, uh, um, yeah, Nick, Nick had a, a couple of... Uh, good looking fish yeah which was good helped helped us stay unskunked that's good um but that's good i'm gonna be honest i'm gonna be honest i have never floated anything beforehand and i don't know if i'm, I'm spilling too much no too many secrets about the, the trip or anything um but no I, like i've never floated was that your first anything. float yeah 100 percent. i just put them on the water master we're like we're like here you go. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, in my mind, I was like, Josh will show him stuff because I'm trying to figure out our raft for the first time. Yeah, too. that's right. It was our first <laughs> float for our first raft, and it was your first float on yep. a water master. That's awesome. And how did you like it? What yeah, was it was the, my first yeah. time. It was my first time floating anything, like yeah. let alone using paddles or, right. or anything. Like I own a boat, and that sucker has an engine on it. So like, yeah. uh, I was like, I was like, uh, I don't know what to do. And I like looked to Josh, and Josh is halfway down the river, and I was like, okay, <laughs> we're gonna stay straight. We're going to try and stay straight. Um, It was fun, though. I mean, like, hearing Aldo give direction to the other guys and knowing that Aldo's been on quite a few floats, um, it was very helpful, actually, because then immediately we went on another float in Alberta, and I kind of had an inkling of an idea of what to do, and it was like, it just just makes it more helpful for your guide when he's not telling you how to actually be on the boat and he's just telling you how to fish. Yeah. so it yeah i think it was it was a it was a pretty sweet thing and also seeing kind of like the maiden voyage you know yeah it doesn't hurt yeah it was it was it's a sweet raft it's a beautiful river like yes i mean every every second of that entire way down you're like there's no way a fish isn't gonna eat that like this is like the water's too good um it's a beautiful beautiful area it's a beautiful float too yeah Honestly, normally, like, that is, you know, we just we just ended up on a really hot, low-water day, which obviously is never <laughs> yeah. good, yeah. because, like, just normally that river, bit. that river, you know, is, like you said, it's a beautiful float with a lot of great holding water, 
But yeah, yeah, no, I mean, like for us East Coasters, we walk and wait a lot. Like you know, fishing from doing doing a drift in a drift boat is is totally different. Your mentality's got to change. You're yeah. always looking down river, where we're like yep. casting behind the boat, and you're like, no, 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 <laughs> yeah. you got to cast yeah, at what's no, coming right. at you because by the time the yeah. line actually hits the water, you're already beside yep. the your target. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of interesting. You're already yeah in a world of mending hurt yeah. if you're <laughs> if you're fishing how we're, how we're used to it. <laughs> And I, I mean, I felt that for sure. I mean, the first like maybe two hours of the float we did in Alberta, which this guy, his name was Ty and he was so like kind. He just like took us out. He was like, if you're ever in town, I'll take you out. And he just like, he DM'd me and we were actually meeting with a couple of his other buddies. So he just like came over. He, he brought, he's a guide of all guides. He brought chocolate cake for dessert. Nice. <laughs> he brought a whole chocolate, a whole chocolate cake. Hell yeah. And he made all of our meals. Like he, he made us, uh, these Italian sandwiches, but like they had to be cooked the night before. Like they, there was like an extensive, extensive wow. lunch on the boat. So it was like Sick. the first couple hours were that. like, yeah, me like grinding and remembering how to fish. Um, and him, like, he's like, no, nah, like it's like, <laughs> You're shooting way ahead. I mean, the crazy part about Alberta too, and I and I think it's like this for a lot of waters out here, but we're shooting towards where I would be walking, like where I would be stepping in in the water. Mm. That's where that's where my fly needs to land. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And so, learning on all these waters, oh my goodness, it's it's crazy. And the, like I pulled like what a 20, 22 inch brown trout out Jesus. of water oh, that I would have, yeah, like I would have just like. I would have been standing in. I would have been stomping in all that water. Um, yeah. And so it's it's crazy. There's so many things to fishing. And I don't think that I know it all by any means. I've only been in it a little bit. Um, you guys have years on me, but it's like the amount that I'm learning feels like it's that's insane. It's insane how much there is to fly fishing and yeah. how much. It's not like, going to stop, can, David. Yeah, you'll just never, you'll never stop learning mm. is, what I'm, is yeah. what I'm finding. Yeah. But yeah, no, ton, tons of cool little trips. Um Alberta was dope. We, uh, I actually didn't catch a bull trout on that trip, surprisingly mm. enough. But your um, wife did. T- <laughs> yep, yep. Taylor, Taylor caught a beast of yeah, a bull trout. Yeah, it was trout. a huge bull trout, man. It was a nice fish. Oh my gosh, she could barely hold it. Um, yeah. And when I mentioned before, I'm a whopping five five. Taylor is four eleven. Yeah. Um, and even smaller <laughs> oh than I am. And so, like that fish, one little good whip, and it would have yeah. just like center, center right in the water. Um, no, it was it was insane. These guys took us. Okay, this is the thing. They they only took us like two miles into the to the forest or something. Okay. Um, and we've never experienced high altitude or or at least anything like what that was. Like I think we were like eight thousand or something like that feet in altitude. Wow. Um, and we were like dying. I was like, like we're like two hours into this hike because it's not just like two miles straight. It's two miles cresting two major mountains in the Rocky mountains. And so like, we didn't really have that far technically to go. Um, but it just really, I mean, it wiped us, it wiped us out. It was insane. Um, but at the end of it, we got a bull trout. Oh man, you can see the winds picking up. Yeah. It's crazy. Okay. Yo, your mic is wicked. Yeah. Good mic. You can't <laughs> hear shit. <laughs> hey, Mike's awesome. Oh, okay. I was going to, I was going to say, I was like, I bet you guys are in like, but just seeing the hammock behind you go, <laughs> beautiful that's why we're using a shotgun today shotgun and <laughs> oh man it's all i had it's all i had in there um but yeah yeah fun trip so far um i mean i can go into the durango durango one if you want me to yeah please um, 
I mean, we we were lucky sure. enough to do a rodeo with the Reddington crew last year, so we know how much fun that can be, and and so we're, I'm stoked that you got to oh, meet yeah. people like Gene and Kayla and Casey. Like those, yeah, that's a fishy, fun group of people to learn from. That's for sure. And Brandon yeah. too. Brandon no. Toner was there too, and he's awesome, dude. Such nice dude, guy. he is a beast he was yeah. just absolutely because you, you guys had amber on the show and um brendan it, oh my goodness like every five seconds we look over and brendan has a massive fish on yeah, he's pretty dialed like day yeah he's just like he's just always like yeah man i just saw it there i cast it to it and it wanted it and i'm like oh my gosh brendan just, like he was <laughs> and he's so nice too like everybody um in the reading crew is just yeah no just everyone in the reddington crew is just like so kind yeah um and they're so welcoming like the fish or the fish the trip uh it just from the from the start was just like oh we're gonna have fun like this is gonna be so much fun yeah um it kind of we started out on like a, a small actually the the day we the the last float that we did was on the same river we started <laughs> on um and it was crazy. I mean, like we hit this one section where I guess they had just stocked a bunch of fish. So there was some like little dinky, um, like cutthroat and, uh, rainbows in the, in the system that were just kind of hanging out. And so we kind of moved down a little bit. A couple people got onto some good fish, uh, a lot of rainbows in the system. Uh, I think Brendan got onto nice. a Brown, which was, <laughs> which was sick because it was massive. Like he's throwing like hopper droppers. And, uh, I think he got it to take on the, on the, the dry fly and which was sick. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, no, that's it's always, it's that's always, nuts. that's always a wonderful thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the same thing in Alberta. Like like these fish don't like come up and slam the fish like they do back home. Like back home, they, if they see a dry and they want that dry, they're gonna come out of the water for it. Here, it's like mm. you see the fly disappear. It just looks mm. like the dropper got taken, but it's like this giant brown is underneath the surface and just opened right. his mouth and it fell in, and you're like. Oh my gosh. So when you set into something like that, it's like you didn't think that there was a fish there. There's no way there was a fish there because you're just looking for way more signs of a of a big take. Um but yeah, he he got a beautiful fish on the uh on the initial uh day and then we set off into the mountains for the second day. It's actually not far from where we are now. Um and what's crazy is like out east, we're like stoked about brook trout. Yeah. Like brookies are like, are so cool. Cause they're, I mean, they're native to that, that entire area. And here it's not as cool to catch a brookie. Um, but we found these little ponds that are just filled with them. Mm. They're just glass alpine little lakes, uh, and ponds and marshes. And everywhere you go, you just can cast all, all day and you're catching like brookies all over. And they're like beautiful brookies too. They're all colored up like beautiful red, uh, and those white char characteristics on the fins and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's really, really cool. Cause I just get stoked about everything. Um, and I, <laughs> like you got some of the locals here are like, Oh, it's just a brookie. And I'm like, that's a brookie, man. Like that is yeah. a beautiful looking fish. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. that is, that is a bright color red. Like I just get stoked about everything. And then, I mean, even coming out this, this way, like my first couple of, uh, cutthroat were on this trip as well. And so like, Amazing. I, we, I don't have, we don't have any cut. Yeah. They're beautiful. And yeah. like, um, we did some mountain streams and some like little areas here where it's like, it's like 70 or 80 degrees and the water's like 40. Like you're like, wow. what? Like I was, <laughs> it's hot to like wet wade. And then all of a sudden you get in the water and you can't feel your toes. So it's yeah. like, right. It's crazy. It's just like healthy trout fisheries and like 
I mean, really what you're supposed to be like, what, what's good for the fish to, you know, like to, yeah. to, to catch them in. We're back home. We got to stop. Like yeah. there, there's times in the summer where it's like, okay, the water's way too hot. Like we have to target something else or yeah. we just don't fish. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's really cool to see these areas where we can just like drive an hour and a half and we're in a spot where it's like completely fine um to target trout because they're just they're in healthy systems there's tons of food it's it's really cool to watch them eat dry fly all day um and then uh yeah i mean little mountain streams first couple cutthroat and then the day after that we went up to this private lake which was sick um we got access uh i mean these guys were like going through the like we there was this gated access type of situation into um where we were and they had to disinfect everything that we owned that's ever touched water so like oh, our bags our rods our reels uh chacos like if they if it had touched the water in the like the last couple of days they needed to disinfect it and it was really just like boiling water um but it's because uh zebra mussels are like a crazy problem for big lakes up here like there, there's some that just don't have any population and that's what's keeping these massive fish in there right. like in healthy systems and so we go there and i think the smallest fish that we caught that day was 22 inches and i think that was my fish oh, like, that's a nice smallest fish. just just yeah. mountain cut uh cutthroat and like Damn. they're humongous it, it was insane and the, like the craziest part is back home like you'll be lucky to catch a, like a bluegill off the dock or something like that yeah um, but here it's like, I was standing just in front of the dock, casting out into like maybe a foot worth of water. And I see this big pink swipe. I see another big pink swipe, huge flash. And then boom, it took a, like a two inch streamer. And I'm like, Damn. what is this place? Yeah. Like, it is absolutely insane. Just like some of the biggest fish I've ever seen. And I'm just like, I'm stoked to not only to be there, but not to have my rod snapped in half. Cause of course I'm on a five weight. Cause like we don't fish anything bigger than that back home. Um, and so, right. I mean, it's, it's crazy how much a five weight can handle, but I I'm like, I'm on like four X cause like, that's all I own. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> you didn't raid um, Ethan's supply. <laughs> I know. Well, so that, that was the thing is in, until like maybe when I went up to see Amber and Brendan, where I, I remembered that like, we're also partnered with Rio and I was like, Oh, like, what am I thinking? I was like, I absolutely need to ask for some stuff like that. So like, yeah, no, like <laughs> Ethan, Ethan of course brought like a crazy box of goodies. Um, and that was awesome. Rio flies are gorgeous. They're yeah. really nice flies. They are. The hop, yeah. We um, use the, the hoppers here for brookies in the fall. They're mm-hmm. fucking. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. big crush. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. And that's the other thing too, is I've never fished a hopper before. Like, even back home, we'll have, like, big, big grasshoppers, um, like, off of our streams in Rochester. And the fish don't want that for some reason. Like, they're going after, like, tiny caddis or, like, like small, <laughs> small, small right. stuff or it's all subsurface. Um, and so it's, it's really cool. It's really satisfying to chuck a giant um, hopper. Mm-hmm out here like in alberta we were throwing stoneflies but their stoneflies are like two inches yeah yeah um totally. yeah. yeah and to have a fish take that it's like a top water streamer it's just yeah. it's insane um, Satisfying. so yeah it's it's really cool i think all these experiences are like not only is it really cool to learn from like some of the people that like i 
idolized as I started my account, like as I was just kind of getting into the Instagram and social media version of, of fly fishing and stuff. These, all these people mm-hmm. were people that I looked up to a ton, like including you guys. You guys were like one of the first couple accounts that I followed. Oh, no, no, um, man. And so, <laughs> no, seriously, yeah. Get out of here. I, I think <laughs> I can prove it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it's, it's, it's crazy to, to meet all these people and not only like meet them, but learn from them, like is really, really cool. Like having mm-hmm. Casey Badger, like take a second to like show me some tips for casting yeah because i don't have to cast that far in my streams <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like i could probably just like roll my arm and i'm on the other side of the stream yeah um and so him like giving me some crazy casting tips and brendan like i mean honestly like like showing me some some like prime ways to fish a streamer and and kayla like talking about like bodies of water and like and showing me like stuff with dry fly and how she casts some things and like it's just really cool to learn from people who've been in it for a long time and Mm -hmm. it shows like it's it's really cool so it's like a huge honor to like i mean number one be on like this podcast which is crazy because i've been listening to it for a bit um but like meet these people film with these people (laughs) and like just yeah just like have a good time with these people which is just it's crazy and it's it's super fun and uh, like i don't know i feel i'm super grateful to to kind of be where i'm at and i think that's what makes it super fun is like just having fun but at the same time it's like like shell shock a little bit for some of these things i get to do which is which is really cool well it's you know i mean when it's it's, well first of all thank you for the kind words and uh oh yeah (laughs) second of Of all you know i think it's uh i think it's cool when you decide well when you're someone like yourself who decides to do to jump in and try things and do things and see where the road yeah. or might take you, you know, like fucking cool stuff can happen, you know, especially nowadays <laughs> yeah, exactly. when, you know, the world of people like knock the Instagrams and stuff and it's like, okay, whatever, like go knock it, whatever. But it's like, look right. what it can unlock and you can meet all kinds of really nice people. Mm-hmm. You can have these really cool mm-hmm. experiences with them at places you maybe never thought you'd go. Like, it's really yeah. interesting, you know, I think we're all a good case for that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I exactly. Mean, like, I think, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, like, you know, someone like yourself, you know, you, you did drive up and make real cases with us in December. Yeah. It's like, you <laughs> know, you're awesome. super, su- you're super supportive person yourself. So, yeah. you know, if you, you know, you tend to get what yeah. you get. Put out I that think, energy and in get this, it back. In, yeah. this, in this life. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, for I think sure. it's, you're not just some guy who's like, mm, check out my followers, yeah. you know, no, yeah, like yeah, give me free stuff. Yeah. You're just like, you're right. actually like, you know, I think. The te- like I think you do that does happen to you because you do put out a lot of really good content, yeah. and I think uh, you know, but I think you're pretty honest about your content too, which is really cool. But you're also like not I one of these grumpy anglers that's like mad about everything, you know. Mm, you know, you're right. Although, like yeah. whatever energy you put out, that's what you get back. <laughs> if you're gonna be grumpy, like you're fucking wallowing your grumpiness forever by yourself. So, come on, sure. you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Go have fun. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, you know yeah, what I mean? Get out there. <laughs> exactly. The world is your that's oyster. What, that's what's for. That's what there it's are for. Oysters in the world. Yeah, there are lots oysters, of oysters. There's tons of oysters, you know, period. Yeah, just go out and <laughs> do some shucking. Hmm? Let's get yep. shucking. Shoot that there life. You. Yeah. <laughs> so, now you got it, Mitchie. Uh, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, derailed. What is the plan? Yeah, completely derailed. Speak, uh, um, after Colorado, like, well, yeah, what's the yeah. what's the big, what's, like, what's the know, next much, move? To, much to, like, Yilma's question earlier, like, what's after, like, do you have a route, or are you guys just kind of, you know, just flying by the seat, by the seat of, your of your pants, pants. <laughs> of your waders. Yeah. Of my, of my waders of my, yeah, exactly. Um, no, it, it pretty much is a, a, a good, healthy 50, 50 combination of exactly that. Yeah. Like, um, we, 
really haven't had a solid plan. The only thing that we knew that we needed to do was go to Alberta. Like that was like one of the biggest things. And we were like, man, this would be really cool. I'd love to make a film about it. So like we had some like yeah. solid plans and, and I don't know, like it, I think kind of with this life, we've realized that there's so much stuff that like is just going to pop up and like if it's the right time or it's the right thing to do, like, let's just go do it. Like, let's just, yeah. uh, like drive. I think, I think kind of more to answer your question. Like we, we spent our little time here in Colorado. We have some friends in Denver that we want to visit and like do some like personal stuff, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but at the same time, like going to Washington, like, and fishing that area. Like I, I know like it's, it's really good in the fall and all that sort of stuff. There's some stuff that Taylor wants to see out there. So like, we'd love to like shoot up to Washington and, hang out and then I think come back down more into the like Midwest-ish area, um, do a bunch more fishing. And then I think we're going to head home for a little bit, uh, yeah. just around like the, uh, <laughs> see the, the wind again, yeah. it's going crazy <laughs> back here. There's like dust flying everywhere and like, you can't even hear it. Um, <laughs> just like mosquitoes up your nose. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, now, yeah, now, now they're gone. They've just been blown by like a 20 mile an hour gust, but, um, no, the, uh, yeah, the, the idea is kind of just like to, say yes to stuff that yeah. like sounds fun i think like that's the biggest thing is like there's so much that i in my own brain like as a dop or like any of these other things that come with like the production industry like there's a logistic side of my brain that wants every item to be ironed out before we even think about doing something and i know like mm. aldo shares that with me as well because we've gone on some of these trips where it's like hey like are we going like <laughs> like we're yeah. all here like is are, are we doing the trip or like what's happening tomorrow like that we we don't know some of these things and so i think like finding that sweet spot of like just kind of leaving it up to the wind and like yeah there's a little bit of adventure in every decision i think totally. um mm -hmm. has been a has been a fun little change i think especially yeah. when it's kind of your life like it's like like even the stuff out here where it's like finding a, a spot that we're gonna like post up or sleep for the night yeah. Um, is, is chosen that morning. Right. Like, and that's kind of just the way that you have to do it, especially with like van life and all the other things that kind of like come into it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think like leaving a, a, a little bit open to possibility with some like rough plans has been the, uh, the plan. Yeah. And it seems so far to have been working out, but yeah, it's, it's really just like kind of traveling to some of the spots that we've always wanted to go to. I know like Oregon and Utah, um, are big on the list and Washington Taylor wants to be there for her birthday next week or oh, cool. maybe I think nice. two weeks. Um, and so like, yeah, we, we just want to kind of like see stuff, experience things. I mean, we might as yeah. well if we're traveling already and we don't really have any like, um, things like we have to have to be at, I think like the Reddington thing and, um, yeah. fishing with the guys in Alberta were like our, our two like <clears throat> kind things. of like stationary items. Yeah. That we had like on the calendar mm -hmm. and it was cool to get to those, but I think now we can like take it slow and kind of, enjoy the time and, and film and like do all the stuff that like I'd love to do for the page and, and get more stuff out and, and all the aspirations that we as content creators have. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's kind of one big adventure and I think we're just kind of keeping that theme so far. <laughs> it's cool, nice. man. Spontaneous lifestyle. Yeah. It's awesome. Like why not? Yeah. I think, I it's, think that's, yeah, you've got to just embrace the yes. If you're on the road, like yeah. the whole yeah. point right. is to like kind of get yeah. yourself in some, just go and funny situations you know hairy yeah. situations get, get, yeah. get in some trouble you know yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly good, yeah. good too trouble. much trouble exactly. 
or just see what <laughs> you can find, you know, yeah. places you maybe wouldn't have gone otherwise, or, you know, or, or also mm-hmm. just like go because they're right there. You're like, ah, should we go check out this famous location? Right. We're like a couple hours away. You know what I mean? Like, it's cool. Right. The world's like, biggest uh, soup like, can? Yeah, big <laughs> yes. soup can. There was, well, there was, what, what was it? You guys ever seen, like, we did the whole drive through, like, South Dakota and whatnot, and there's, like, wall drug, the, the thing for this, like, ginormous thing. I don't even know what it is. Every sign says something different. Yeah. And we went to, and it's one of those places that like starts 90 miles to where it's actually located. There's billboards for right. it, like literally outside of the state. <laughs> and you get up to it, you get into the town, you're expecting to see this place that's just like 17 Walmarts big. Like you, you think it's going to be a ginormous warehouse and it's not even in that town. It, there's a town called Waldrug just oh. before where the actual wall drug is and it's apparently it's, it's like it's this big place that just has everything cowboy boots food there's pies it says like best <laughs> pies and you're like what you're like what you sell that in the same place you sell boots yeah and it's like like <laughs> it's great i mean i guess that's what kind of what walmart is they, yeah. they do the exact same thing but um no it's it, it is crazy there's there's stuff that we've stopped at like the corn palace that we were just like what is that like well, why what, what is a corn palace all right, so I'll tell you. It, um, <laughs> oh my God! Here we go. It's well, it's the okay. So this is the thing. Yeah, well, it, it's exactly that, and almost no more. Like we we went to this place when I was younger. My my mom and my little brother and I and my grandparents spent like three months on the road, just like traveling because we were homeschooled for a little bit, especially yeah. when we were really young. Yeah, cool. And we went to this place, and I remember I was I was like stoked. I was like, this the Corn Palace, is the best. We saw the Grand Canyon. I was like, no, Corn Palace, um, and. <laughs> We get into it and it's like, it's a corn, it's a, it's a building that they like facade the entire thing with like over $300,000 worth of pieces of corn. Yeah. And like, then like they have to like, their biggest like expense I think is like figuring out how to keep birds off of it. <laughs> and then you go, you go inside and you like, you sign this book, you get in there. It's like this big tourist attraction. You take a bunch of pictures with piece, like things that look oh, like yeah. corn. And then you go into a gymnasium and that's it there's gymnasium with like corn things like there's like uh like a corn can opener and like a corn magazine and you're like oh man cool all right what's next and then you walk out the other door that you're like you like rope around and go through another hallway and they're like bye and you're like wait (laughs) (laughs) you're like that's that's it um and so that's kind of uh that's the Corn Palace, I think, in a nutshell. <laughs> oh, it's in the town of Mitchell. It's called Mitchell Corn Palace. Well, weird. We're gonna have to bring Whoa. you there. Yeah, South Dakota. <laughs> we have to bring. Yeah, it's well, in Mitchell, it, South you Dakota. You looking it up? So, yeah, yeah, I'm looking Mitchell, at it right Mitchell, now. It looks wild, brother. Like, look at this place. Well, there was a place <laughs> across the street that I think was even just like a little bit more fun. Like there was this like, like very, very like just like stoic old guy who is like owns this little shop, and it's like kind of tucked away. And, like, you can buy, like, throwing knives in there and, like, just, like, crazy miscellaneous weapons. Um, nice. I think Taylor got, like, uh, she got, like, a little thing that said, like, South Dakota on it. And I think I bought, yeah. like, a little, like, corn pipe or something. I was like, oh, this is nice. cool. It's, like, this big. But it was, like, between that and the throwing knives. I got you one knives. of those, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Sorry, corn I corn interrupted cob, David. Corn cob throwing no. knives. <laughs> no worries. It's, like, it is crazy. I think, like, South Dakota actually was pretty sick, like... There yeah. you like on one end of the things like you had the Badlands, which like was our first experience sleeping like off like off the grid, um, and we paid the thirty dollars to get into the state park before like as 
we totally forgot about like state park passes here in the u.s and whatnot right um paid that 30 bucks saw like the badlands realized that we wanted to get to a spot before it got dark so we like left immediately like we went into the first gate like saw it and then left and where we camped that night was two inches from the edge of the badlands like on free dispersed land so like it's like it's i think you guys have it's called crown crown land in canada where it's like you've got the dispersed or like blm type of land yeah um but out here it's it was it was nuts and taylor were like i were like oh my gosh like yeah we don't have to pay for camping and we can sleep on the badlands like it's crazy wild awesome the south dakota badlands are beautiful and that stream you fished if anybody wants to go check out the very good <laughs> uh, daily vlog, that stream yeah, you fish on YouTube is uh, it was amazing. It was like a spring creek. Yeah, it looked like it, well, you were in the middle of the mountain. It was yeah. It was like when we were fishing in Rochester for Lake Run Browns. Um, my knees were completely numb. Like it was so cold. The runoff that we were mm. at, like in in this this area, like. It was nuts, and it, that was right off of the walk. Like I literally like walked in, first cast in, and I pulled up one of the biggest browns I've seen in a long time. Um, and so like there's just like there's crazy waters out here, and like there's there's always like these little like random like like right behind me, literally like maybe ten feet behind me, um, where we're staying in this like this dispersed campground, mm-hmm. is a little mountain brook stream filled to the brim with brook trout like i went out the other day with the the butter stick and like was just throwing a couple dry flies every time like i i had a fish on and i like put my rod under my arm and the fly hit the water i caught another fish i was like oh my gosh i was like (laughs) it needs to stop at some point but like at the same time i'm like i'm like too excited like it's it's so much fun like there's just so much to learn even out here too like testing different tactics and stuff that i've learned and all that it's like Mm -hmm. I'm like just like just as deadly, and it's probably. Did you guys hear that? Whoa! Hear lightning that? thunder. Yeah. yeah. Big thunder. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if we start getting drenched. But yeah. uh, no, it's it, it's 55. far away. <laughs> yeah. I exactly. do not want I'm you like, to get yeah, struck by fine. lightning. We're fine out here. It's like just <laughs> it's completely just, drenched. It's just raining. It's just like everything's okay. I'll tell you, yeah, like a lightning fine. strike would be not very good, but the the views would be absolutely off the oh charts. My goodness. <laughs> through, through the roof. Yeah. Through the roof. Man dies oh, podcasting. Man. <laughs> First podcast experience. Yeah. And yeah, takes and one the to last. The dome. <laughs> yeah, and the last. Yeah. Well. Yep. Okay. Well, maybe we should switch on over to Mitchie's Fishies Five then. You I know, mean, it's been to, an hour just chatting, just to beat the rain awesome. here. Yeah. Has it? It Doesn't has. Time flies. Like time flies. Oh yeah. Time flies. It's an hour exactly. Time flies. Right now. Yeah. Time flies when you're flying fishing. Wow. When you're wow. flying. Whoops. All right. Here we go. I'm going to kick off Mitchie's Fishies Five. <laughs> uh, of course, the five questions we ask every guest that comes on the show. Uh, and I'm going to kick it off with the first question for you, David. Today here. On SoFly, we got what is your favorite <laughs> fish and why? So you had just to turn into Bob Barker for a second. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's been a couple episodes gonna, since I've been back on the show. You know, I'm still getting used to. I'm it. gonna I'm gonna win a prize at the end of the yeah, uh, exactly. at the answer yeah. of the question if it's if it's, it's right. It's a brand new um, dishwasher. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna. So so is my favorite fish. Like, what's my favorite fish to yeah, catch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, th- it's got to be a brook trout. Nice. Um, nice. Being from the east, yeah, I know it's it's being from the east. They're they're like, 
every time you pull a brook trout out, they feel bigger than they are. Like when you yeah. like get them out of the water, you're like, oh man, like those suckers decided they were going to like, um, like death roll in the water. Like, it's just like, <laughs> there's so much going on. And when they take a dry, like they take them hard. So like, Feisty. yeah, there's always, they're, they're a fun fish. I, I like them. They're beautiful. Um, and they're fun to catch. No doubt. No freaking doubt. I totally get you. Um, okay, number two is if you could fish anywhere in the world right now, assuming it's like the best time to go and you'll have a great trip, where would you go and why? Anywhere in the world. I'd love to go to New Zealand, I think. I yeah. think from just some of the content that I've seen of some of the guys like fishing New Zealand, it is yeah. insanity. Like their their normal fish is our like fish that we all have dreams about. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. New Zealand just be crazy. Totally killer. I'm with you there. Um, okay, number three, Mitch Fishies Five, is what is your best or favorite fishing memory? One of your best fishing memories. What do we got? Oh, man. I think it was, it's got to be one of the times where my dad and I were still pretty new to fishing. Um, yeah. And I had like slowly started to figure out that like fly fishing might be a pretty effective way to fish. Um, yeah. And so I was throwing mm-hmm. some like woolly buggers in through like this little like like lake edge type of situation. And, um, I was just catching fish like all over the place. It was like little bass and whatnot. And I was just having a blast, like catching them. And my dad, like he was dead set that what I was using was not going to work, even though I was, I was catching, um, he was, he was being stubborn about it a little bit, but he really thought that if he threw like a whole thing of bacon on like a seven or like the, <laughs> like the, 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 the big, the big old like bass hooks that he would catch something. And the only thing he pulled out of the water that day was like 15 turtles, but not like hooked. He didn't <laughs> yeah, hook yeah. them. They oh. were just grabbing onto the bacon and holding on yeah. all the way up like the bridge that he was standing on. And so like they would just yeah. go all the way up. And, and I mean, it felt great. We were both catching. It's just he wasn't catching fish. So that was, <laughs> I think that was a fun, that was a fun memory for us. Well, Mitch has caught a turtle before. He can relate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Ha- happens every once in a while. Uh, hook and my, my, the hook was in the back of, it's kind of its shell. So it wasn't like hurting it. Like it Perfect. wasn't in, it wasn't in the, it wasn't in flesh or anything like that. And then we got it right up. Sure. And I it, hope. I hope. Yeah. And it came, it came off and he swam back down, but it was like, holy smokes. That's cool though. Yeah. I like that. Dang. Story, man. Yeah. yeah. Setting a, kind of setting funny, a yeah. streamer into a fishing with, uh, fishing with pops. I love it. Turtle would be. Um, anytime, okay. anytime fishing like with dad experience. is good. Dad or mom is a good time. Yeah. Fishing with Any, the parents. Good. Fishing with fam is a fun time. Yeah. You know? exactly. Friends, fam. fam. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, um, okay, are we f- friends now or are we fam now? Like it's been a while. Sorry, I know this is not the time or place. Hey, we're all family. But you okay, got it's Corona. Family, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're all else? family. So long as Sponsored you Tokyo by. Drift. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. Uh number four is Mitch Fish Fish Mitchy's Fishy's Fishy's five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is why do you fly fish? What do you get out of fly fishing? What keeps you going back? Oh man, I think it's there's a lot of reasons and i think that there's obviously like that first and foremost thing that you think about like and it's like catching a fish like that's like super fun i think the time that i get to spend outside um and the people that i meet are like the biggest draws that like just keep me going like especially on a trip like this where like we're almost always exhausted and there's always like it's yeah we're like we're camping we live out of a van and all that sort of stuff and so meeting the people that like just 
give you a little bit more life, like with their personalities and, and meeting them. And, and yeah, I think spending as much time as we get to out outside, I think is like, I, obviously I'm super, super grateful for it. And I think that those are, I know you said one, but those are probably like my, oh, yeah. my, my big couple of, uh, of reasons for it. I love it. I love that. It's nice. And I mean, it's nice to kind of hear uh, that answer yeah. from, you know, like uh, from yourself who's gotten into fly fishing so hard in the last few years. It's cool. Like, yeah, man, yeah. it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, you're one of those people, I'd say. Yeah. You give energy. Totally. Hey, you're man. an energy giver. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it. I'll give it if I can. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> relax. <laughs> all right. Everyone calm down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got the last of the Midgies Fishies five. Number five is sure. what fly pattern represents you best and why? If you were a fly, what would you be, baby? <laughs> you know what? That's a good question. I I haven't even thought about um, I haven't thought about that too much. I I think uh, <laughs> well, obviously that's that's a, that is an out of the box question. I yep. think probably <laughs> like a, I'd say like a copper John. Whoa! Nice. And, okay. Yeah, and you know it's because. Oh wow! Ooh, that was a, a lot, big lot of thunder. It's all right. We're fine. We're safe. I can just okay. Hop in the van We're almost if I done. Need to. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no. The uh, except for that grizzly bear behind you. Imagine. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about I'm that. Like, oh you. man, that's worse than the rain. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I think because th- I have a portion of my personality that is pretty like flashy and out there and and um, like yeah, I, I, I don't know, but it's I, I think with uh i don't know maybe like getting a little deep i can find some like consistencies in in the things yeah. that i love and the and the the people that i like to hang out with and and the experiences that i you know yeah. um like to take and and i think that because like the copper john's kind of like a tried and true uh fly um and it's got that like shiny copper on it of course you know with the me, yeah. me and my glasses um <laughs> i don't know maybe it, it feels it feels like the most consistent it's also the one that i like the most i'd yeah. say um just because back home it's always like that if you need something that's going to be tried and true you, you toss one of those suckers on and you'll have a good day on I the water it. so i don't know Confidence. maybe that's it it's a yeah, great that's a great it. answer i don't man. know I think that's a, diving in a diving in good... myself a little bit here <laughs> No, that's an awesome answer. That's a lot of good reasons to be yeah. at a Copper John. You know what? I, I, I like Copper, Copper John. John. You know, it's a great fly. It's a great fly. I never fish it for no good yeah. reason. It's just like, you know, those flies <laughs> that you just kind of forget about, you know? Yeah. yeah. The yeah. flies that yeah, have come a... and gone in your life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's true, yep. man. No, I know. I, I think it's it's one of the first ones that I learned how to tie, too. Um, right. And it's just like one of those ones that it's just like if I have it in my box and something's not going well or like we're, we're yeah. just like having a rough down the water. For some reason, mm-hmm. throwing that sucker down there, yep. usually I'll get a couple fish to move and stuff. So there's a practical oh, yeah, reason why I like it. But but if I were to go into the uh, theoretical, you know, yeah. that'd be my reason. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, that's that's it for the Mitch's Vision 5, and, and that's that's it for the show. I mean, uh, David, like, thanks for coming on and uh, yeah, joining us we'll, in uh, the woods. Yeah, thanks for calling from the woods. <laughs> Pretty much, that's the the coolest I think uh, place anyone's ever called in. So that's cool. it is the coolest, a hundred percent. We don't want you to get struck by yeah. lightning, so we'll uh, we'll call it here. But right. uh, yeah, you know, fair enough. Where can people find ya? And uh, you know, yeah. a little bit of a plug time here. Shameless. Yeah, shameless no, for plug. sure. Yeah, 
all right, I'll go shameless. Um, yeah, so I have like one of the you know the best channels. No, I'm just kidding. No, the uh, the <laughs> yeah. uh, so when as shameless as I can. No, um, no, you guys can find me uh, TikTok, Instagram, uh, YouTube. It's all very good. Fly fishing is is the handle, and uh, you know, just trying to post some fun little things from our adventures and some some little content here and there. And hopefully, you guys can see like my my personality, get to know me through the accounts and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, go follow along. We'll have some fun. You'll see a bunch of the SoFly guys on my page every once in a while, and um, we'll keep right that on. trend <laughs> up, you know? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. No, that's that's fabulous. We'll post uh, links to, to all your stuff in the show notes. And, yeah, David, thanks again for coming on. It's been swell, and uh, take yeah. care. We'll see you soon. We'll have to do a show next thanks time in person. Thanks for having me. Yes, of Bye, course. David. Bye, Love David. It. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Bye. Cheers. Today's show is brought to you in part by Chums. You know, Chums, the company that makes those can't-live-without-em straps that keep your sunglasses on your melon. Believe it or not, Chums has been around for 40 years, making top-notch outdoor accessories for all the guides, river rats, and weekend warriors out there. Chums got their start in southern Utah back in 1983, when a guide on the Colorado River invented their now-famous original cotton eyewear retainer. Chums still makes many of its products in Utah, and everything they produce is designed to help you hang on to the gear you value most. Head to chums.com to explore a wide range of products, including wallets, roll-top dry bags, waste packs, dry sacks for your phone, and of course, glasses, retainers, and all kinds of wicked styles. Every time we hit the water, Chums is right there with us in the form of amazing gear, which means we never have to worry about our sunglasses or phones sinking to the murky depths of the waters we love to fish. Head to chums.com to check out their their full lineup of outdoor accessories. That's chums.com. Best fishing story ever. With Aldo. Aldo, what's your best fishing story ever, baby? Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Should I yep. mute my mic? Yes. Eh, whatever. Yeah. And Yoma, next time we're doing your best fishing story, and then we're going to do mine. We're doing the next three episodes are our best fishing stories ever. But Aldo, what's yours? Let's take it away. Uh, you're going to take it away. Yes, me and Yoma will mute. Give her. What am I, do, do I have to say, like, my best fishing story ever? Like, hey, my name's Aldo, and my best fishing story ever is kind of thing? Hell yeah. All right. Well, uh, you know, this is Aldo with the SoFly Podcast. And um, one, uh, what's my best fishing story ever? I mean, obviously so lucky to do a bunch of trips especially since um you know joining the podcast and and doing all all the work uh and meeting everybody and it's been really awesome but if i was to rack my brain as to what the uh best fishing story is i think my best fishing memory story best fishing story ever um is probably the second time we went to uh, Asnagami Wilderness Lodge and it was myself, Mitch, Yoma and uh, Idis and um, I think that whole trip in general was just a really great memory for me, a really great fishing story. Uh, why is that? Well, you know, it was a year after the first year we went um, we were still in lockdown and, you know, because we were on contract we were allowed to go up north which I thought was, you know special we did we got to leave our house and other people didn't and we got to do it so we could film and fish that's pretty cool and then we kind of you know we we got to the you know we went up north we knew what was um 
you know, we kind of knew what was to come, but, uh, you know, stepping onto the plane and flying in Asnagami and, and, and seeing that wilderness and, and landing and, and it was just this funny, awesome feeling of like running into something familiar so far north was a, it was a very interesting feeling and all the warm welcomes that came from, you know, Eric and his crew and, you know, then Eric let us know that although too much hubris that, uh, you know, all the work we did got him most of his business that year, and that's why he invited us back up. So that was a really, like, warm-hearted feeling. And I think it was just that trip was so fun that it was just such a great memory because, you know, we woke up every day. We knew what we were going to do, and, and I think because of that, we'd been there before. We were all just laid back, and everybody was just in a, you know, in a good mood because we, one, had to get the hell out of our house. Uh, two, we got to spend time with friends. Which is, I think, it's kind of the only reason I fish. I mean, that's the thing. I still love catching fish, but it's not so much fun doing it alone anymore. <laughs> I have way more fun doing it with my friends, and, uh, and I think that was fun. We got, you know, putted around the lake, and we went to our favorite spots together, like Betty Falls and Zipper Bay, and and uh, it was almost more fun knowing what to expect than it being a surprise, which is kind of a weird feeling. And um, but 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 fun nonetheless, and and then going back to the <laughs> going back to the cabin every night, and you know probably drinking, definitely drinking way more beers than we did the the previous year, which was which was super fun, and um, you know getting to know Eric even more and his family even more, and all the crew and the, the wilderness up there even more. It's just the whole week was just one of the best weeks of my life. I think I think it was super fun to spend so much time with everybody and getting to you know immerse yourself in that northern Ontario wilderness is special because it's part of our home and it isn't this crazy exotic place but it, at the same time it kind of is and you have to travel a long time to get to it and, and we're just lucky I just felt lucky at the end of the week and it was a fun week caught a shitload of fish do you have one of laughs. do you have one favorite fish that's ever stuck out to you from Estagami you can pick one fish uh, well, it's not, wasn't my fish, but yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was, it was that fish that Eric caught when we were on the Brookie. We we were going up the river, and we saw all these Brookies coming underneath the boat. And Mitch and I were like, "Holy shit! Look at the size of these things!" You know, 20, 25, 27 inch fish, all underneath the boat. Eric, of course, is working the motor on the, um, you know, like a freighter canoe, essentially. And um, and he hooks one, and we don't have an anchor or anything. So he cuts the motor. We're flowing down. Mitch has to grab this tree tree branch to stop us from flowing down. So it's this hilarious scene of like Mitch is holding on to a, a branch while he's trying to pass Eric the net. Well, Eric's trying to work the motor, but also keep the motor out of the rocks and cut, cutting the motor, but trying to keep us away from like potential like you know uh, I don't know getting swept by whatever the current while I'm on the camera trying to get all this kind of because it's a really nice fish so I don't want to miss it so it's just this hilarious scene of like you know our you know the, the song we always go back to like that it's, it was like kind of that it was very us kind of moment and then we landed this beautiful brookie and and it was awesome and it was just kind of funny and that one definitely is always going to stand out. And then, of course, the walleye and the poppers is pretty amazing. But, yeah, it was a great week. It was an awesome week. I'm Aldo, and that was my best fishing story ever.
Today's episode is brought to you in part by Corn Palace. Stop Die Mitchell, South Dakota, to find yourself some corn. Corn? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You know, that's pretty cool, the Corn Palace. Eh? You never know what you find on the road when you decide to I live know. in a van and travel and the explore the road in the U.S. You know, lots of fun little things to see and do down there. But that was David. And, um, and uh, of course, your best fishing story ever, although as well. So hopefully people like that, which we're going to record yeah, I wonder right what, after I this. wonder what it could be. <laughs> we don't know yet because this I is have all, no idea. Uh, like we said, hot off the press's show. But, uh, yeah, thanks, David, for coming on. Uh, what's going on, fellas? Oh, I've got something to say. Yeah. And that's a big happy birthday to Gab. It's Gab's birthday? It's Gab's birthday today, July 31st. <laughs> So, Wheeze, happy birthday, Gab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Nice. That's awesome. I mean, unless Facebook, I'm the, it's literally just because of Facebook I see this. So, right. if it's not right. That sounds, uh, that sounds right, you know, like thinking about it. Like it seems, <laughs> seems right. Well, you know, I mean, I'm sure either way, Gab's birthday is sometime this year. So, happy birthday, Gab. <laughs> I hope you're all right, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know what I realized? We have to name the boat because we have taken it okay. for one float. Yeah. So um, Nick has proposed we name it Kermit because it's green. Okay, green. Okay, yeah. Okay, Kermit. Okay, yeah, well, that, okay. that may... That, I mean, Kermit's I, that been makes tabled. It, Kermit's, Kermit's been tabled. Kermit's... Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Um, we'll have to think of something, uh, but we will. I'm confident we will because we will that's what we do boys we think of names for boats yeah i like hermit i like uh what else could it be just mm. mitch <laughs> just what just mitch just name the boat mitch <laughs> <laughs> nick we're naming it the boat after mitch <laughs> for some reason. it just looks it kind of looks like you yeah just kind of like stocky and what? inflated <laughs> <He> floats. <and laughs> floats it's true yeah. i do float yeah he floats man i float you can fish for me anytime you know <laughs> you can paddle my oars any day, anytime. Well, what you do want. you think, Yoma? What do you think would be a name for the boat? I, I don't know. I have to see it first, and then I'll. Yoma, anytime you want, you throw me in that river, you hop on, baby. We'll float yeah, all day. I would love to. What about Sparky? Uh, Sparky. <laughs> Just like saying weird random for, shit. Weird name for a boat. Sparky. Yeah. What? Yeah. Corn. Corn. Corn the boat. Corn the boat. Corn. Corn. Well, we'll think of something. Um. No, we won't. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? Here's an idea. Here's an idea. Name name our boat for us. Send us names to info at SoFly.ca or on Instagram, DM us, and we'll send you a T-shirt if you win. Boom. A T-shirt of the boat with the name under it that we're going to design one of. It'll be one SoFly shirt that we make, and we'll send to you if you name the boat. Let's go. Who's in? I'm in. I mean, I'm not going to do it, but I'm into this contest. I like this I'm contest. Into, yeah, I like this contest. Name yeah. our boat. Name the boat contest, and we'll send you a one-off SoFly shirt that'll only exist And if you once. live in Toronto, we might even take you on it. We won't, uh, no. for insurance purposes. But but uh, <laughs> but you can stand on the shore and watch us float. <laughs> <laughs> or if you have um, a boat, you can float with us. It'll be fun. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Um, um, yeah. Okay, what else is going on? Well, we're fishing uh, okay. on we're fishing oh. on Saturday with uh, with Matt and Mar- Martin, right? Oh, you that'll be fun. I'm going up to Tamagami, that? so that's gonna be fun. Yeah, Yoma, you you still in for that? Yeah, I'm excited, man. It's gonna be yeah, great. It's gonna be fun. And Mitch, the- your your voice went up an octave this entire yeah <laughs> podcast. You're like kind of up here. Yeah, that's I so don't weird. really kind of. It's just kind of weird. Yeah, what if I talk like this? 
Am I talking like this? Well, I like I it when you talk like, like that. <clears throat> mm, okay, <clears throat> let me get this. Let's yeah. do it. And you're going to tamagami on Thursday. A little bit of a yeah. compelling Come protagonist. <laughs> yeah, beginning with one end. I am going to. I'm so for tamagami. I'm so for you guys to do a little bass float. Yeah, uh, August is going to be fishy. I feel like it's going to yeah. be fishy. Um, yeah. Summer's ripping by, man. If They're on the 13th. you're in Ottawa uh, or the surrounding area and you would like to join us on the water with yeah. BGOW, provided that you are a racialized woman <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or female identifying, um, yeah, please. Uh, we'll put the link to that show note t- in the show notes too. But yeah, uh, we're doing a little fly fishing 101 with uh, Demisha and the yeah. BGOW crew. Uh, BGOW, for those that don't know, um, is uh, Brown Girl Outdoor World, and they have an Ottawa chapter now, which is super cool. That's awesome. Uh, so they've got a Toronto chapter and an Ottawa it's our chapter. Hometown. And that's our hometown. So we're finally gonna go fish in our fucking hometown. It's been Man. like I've been fishing in Ottawa. I, I don't know, eight years. Well, over a decade, maybe. Yeah, actually, yeah. I probably haven't. I mean, fished I there fished there. Years. Fished there. Mitch and I were there. Without you, Aldo, you were missed with Jeff. We Jackson. fished in Ottawa together. You fished the Ottawa River downtown Ottawa with me. Without me. No, but we were. We yeah, were in when, that. Did, when? when did with we Jeff fish Jackson. Ottawa? Remember? Oh right, yeah, I guess. But yeah, eh, that's not really that's a like Wawa. Yeah, like yeah. Pembroke. I never really fished out there ever in my life. We're so. talking Champlain Bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, downtown, right, okay, right okay. by my mom's house. We'll go off past after. It's gonna be great, uh, or before, yeah. whatever, lunch or dinner or both. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So August thirteenth, check that out. Um, well, maybe Saturday we'll go fishing too. Oh yeah. Well, right? I've, like I've pro- I'll probably drive up, you know, sometime that week because Bree's actually in Saskatchewan. So I maybe I'll go up too. Here. Maybe we we can just go fishing and stuff. We can have some fun. Yeah, I'm down to have yeah. fun. Do I remember fun. fun. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember fun? That's all you do is have fun, Aldo. No, your well, life that's is not fun. true. I'm stressed out of my mind. <laughs> but um, but it's almost it's almost the end of a good work push. And um, that's good. What else is going that's on? Good, man. Uh, Matt Martin's got a steelhead uh, school steelhead school on September 10th that we're going to be at. The school the first, of uh, the steel. Smooth River Academy <laughs> went very well, so he's doing another one and. There's still two spots left on our Lady Avalon Tomogamy trip with Matt Martin. We're calling it the Smooth Water Academy. Smooth River Academy. Yeah. Smooth River. Smooth yeah. River, smooth River on the Smooth Water. What? Oh, yeah, right. Because it's the right. Lady Avalon Smooth Water. Oh, That's shit. Right. So Smooth River is going to Smooth Water. You know what? Like, we're running a little slow right now, probably because it's 730 and we've all been working our asses off today. And I'm, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I haven't like eaten or drinking. I don't think I've drinking water today. Well, that's yeah. not unlike you. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. like, <laughs> it is you are not a water guy. <laughs> no, I am. I love water. I'm like parched here right now, you know. And, Gatorade. Um, um, Gatorade. <laughs> but yeah, uh, smooth river on the, the Lady Evelyn smooth water. Players are crazy. Two spots left for that. So head to SoFly.ca to uh, to get your spot. That's a fully guided five-day trip for backcountry brookies. It's an awesome canoe trip. We've obviously been doing it for five years now, and uh, yeah. and we're lucky that uh, Matt wants to do it with us this year because I think that's going to be really fun. It'll be me, Matt, and uh, depending on how many people, we got a third guide as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, that's really all I got. We got August 13th in Ottawa. We got September 10th, uh, Smooth River Steelhead Academy. Yep. And then we've got the Lady Evelyn on September 17th, my birthday. 
and it's Gab's birthday today, July thirty first. <laughs> so that's all I've got. Those are my so that's my SoFly news. That's good <laughs> SoFly news. Thank you, Aldo, for the SoFly news report. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that's yeah. I mean, uh, keep an eye out on our YouTube page as always. Um, please go and if you can take a second to drop us a review on uh, Spotify or iTunes, it means a lot. We're gonna start uh, actually giving uh, some prizes away for people to do that. So hey, you know what? Go give us a review, and if it's recent from today on, July thirty first on, um, which wouldn't make sense, August first on, um, we will pick someone at random um, in two shows from now. So a month from now, we will pick someone and give them something. That's so go ahead. An August giveaway. Great. Yeah, an August hey. giveaway. Go, like, go comment, subscribe, and, and you have your chance to win. Give us a shirt like give this. Us a, give us a review on <laughs> iTunes or Spotify, and we uh, will give you a prize. Well, um, thank you, David, for coming on the show, and thanks, everybody, for listening. It's uh, nice to be back here uh, on the podcast uh, for myself, Mitch uh, Aldo. Yeah, I hope you guys see you later. <laughs> Yoma. This, this is a good podcast. See you later, everyone. Okay, right on. Uh, have a good one. <laughs> Take care. You can find all of our content at SoFly.ca. Reach out via email by sending your questions or comments to info at SoFly.ca. Find us on Instagram at the SoFly Crew. Thanks for listening.